Okay, so today we're looking at Batman number two, the summer issue from 1940, and we're looking at the second comic in the issue. On the cover, there's this mild-mannered looking guy in a purple suit, and he's reading a red book called The Crime Master. He's also looking into a mirror, and the mirror shows him, but instead of wearing a gray tie, he's wearing a green tie, and his hair is pushed back. And he isn't wearing glasses, and his eyes are yellow. He looks very evil. We can clearly see that this is this man's evil side. So we start off in a museum, with a museum director talking to his assistant. And the museum director is all, Are you still reading that book? And the assistant, Mr. Lamb, is all, Yes, I am reading the book. It's very good. And the director is all, I never took you for one to read about criminals. The assistant is all, oh, but I love books about criminals. I imagine myself in them sometimes. And the museum director's all, ha, you would do a terrible job as a criminal mastermind. And then the assistant looks kind of depressed. The museum director leaves because it's late. And the assistant, Mr. Lamb, goes, yeah, it is kind of late. I'd better head home. So he packs up all his stuff and starts walking home. And as he walks around, he's like, the stuff in this museum sure is creepy. He gets to the staircase, he's going down from the second floor to the first floor, and he slips on the carpet, and he knocks a picture over, and he falls down the stairs, and things go flying everywhere. And when he falls to the bottom, he hits his head really hard, and just as he hits his head, he sees his book, The Crime Master, a mounted bat corpse, and he hears the clock strike twelve, and then events are set into motion. A couple hours later, he wakes up. That sounds like a very serious concussion. You're not supposed to actually be unconscious for more than like five seconds if you got knocked out, so this guy should probably go to the hospital. He doesn't go to the hospital. He says, oh, I've woken up, so I'm fine. And then he leaves. He starts heading home through the street, and he hears behind him a clock strike 12. Never mind that a clock just struck 12 a few hours ago. Must be an off clock. And he starts looking around, and suddenly his face curls into a sneer, and he takes off his glasses, and instead of Mr. Lamb, he has become Mr. Wolf, the crime boss. He hasn't actually done any crime yet, but he has full intent to do so. Once he's Mr. Wolf, the crime boss, he comes up to just some guy walking around at midnight, and the guy says, What do you want? And Mr. Wolf, the crime boss, says, To kill you! And then he jumps out at him, and he beats him to death with his cane. Wow. Then he goes home like nothing has happened and goes to sleep. And when he wakes up, he's Mr. Lamb again. He's all, oh, I had the strangest deem that I just killed a guy. Oh, well. He goes on like this for months, with Mr. Wolf building a gang in the shadows, and Mr. Lamb just working at the museum. One day, Mr. Wolf is doing his crime stuff when Batman and Robin see him. And they're like, oh, a gang. Better beat that gang up. So they beat up the gang a little, until Mr. Wolf, who's acquired a different cane since we last saw him, his last cane was a hook cane, and this is a cane with a ball on the end, smacks Robin on the head hard enough to knock him out. After he knocks Robin out, he gets in a car right behind Robin, and he fires up the car to run Robin over. Luckily, Batman is dealt with the rest of the gang and is very quick, so he's able to tackle Robin's unconscious body onto the curb in time and is not run over by the truck. And then we get some super weird art where it looks like Batman is as tall as a car tire. 
in which he makes some murderous but censored by omission threats. Then he sees one of the gang's cars, and he says, That's a unique looking car. It's got a specific dent. I'm gonna try to find that car later on. Because back in the 40s, nobody had license plates. A little bit after that, Robin wakes up, and he's all, Ow. Who were those people? And Batman's like, Oh, just a new gang. We're gonna try to stop them now. Meanwhile, Mr. Lamb has noticed something unusual about his closet. See, there's a suit in it that he doesn't remember buying. He thinks somebody's sneaking into his house and hanging up their suits in his closet. Which is more likely than him having a split personality, so I guess commendable. And he decides that whoever hung this suit up is probably going to come back for it sometime, so he's gonna stay up and wait for the guy to come get his suit. Of course, even though Mr. Lamb was waiting up, he actually just turns into Mr. Wolf at midnight, so it was all for naught, really. I'd like to mention that Lamb wears his purple suit all the time, and Wolf also wears the same purple suit. So this suit is really only here in one panel for this scene. The next day, Bruce Wayne goes off to visit the museum Lamb works at because the museum directors invited him to view the collection. The museum director is a millionaire because in Gotham, everyone is a millionaire. Or makes no money at all. While he's there, Bruce Wayne sees Lamb, does not realize that he was the crime boss from last night, and goes, Oh, that guy really likes his book. And the museum director's like, Yeah, he's been reading it over and over again. And Bruce Wayne is like, Hmm, that's such a violent book, though. Guess you never can tell. When he leaves the museum, he goes out into the parking lot, and he sees the same car he saw last night, and he's like, That's weird. We better follow that car. So that night, him and Robin go out and follow the car, and they follow them to a pier where they've captured the night watchman on the pier, and they're gonna kill him. So Batman and Robin run out, and they start beating up the gang, and the gang starts shooting at them, and one of them actually hits Batman in the shoulder, where he doesn't have a steel plate in his vest. I kind of forgot that Kevlar didn't exist in the 40s, but Batman must be very strong to be running around with his steel plate under his entire costume. After Batman is hit, he kind of stumbles back, and since he's on a pier, he falls into the water. And Robin gets really upset by this. He goes, Batman, Batman, you've killed him! And he goes berserk on the gang, and beats up, like, at least five people. Towards the end of Robin's murderous spree, we see rising up out of the water, Batman! And instead of saying to themselves, Oh, that guy we shot isn't dead yet... The gang just goes, a ghost! A ghost! Batman has come back as a ghost! But then Mr. Wolf, apparently the smartest of them all, goes, No, you just didn't kill him when you shot him. And they're all like, oh, that makes sense. So they start trying to shoot him again. But Batman is prepared. He pulls out a pellet of gas, and he chucks it on the ground. And it isn't choking gas this time. This time... It's the smoke screen, like he used in the issue with the guy who dressed up as Napoleon in his red blimp. Batman is easily able to escape once he has the smoke screen up, and instead of going to his family doctor, who thinks he habitually shoots himself, he just has Robin patch him up in his house, which is probably a better option, really. The next day, Bruce Wayne still has not recognized that the crime boss and the guy who saw at the museum are the same person. But he remembers the books, and he says, It's weird, all the crimes that this wolf guy has been committing have been out of this crime boss book. In fact, they've even been in an order. Let me check and see 
what crime is next. And then he looks in the book and he says, oh, it's a murder. We gotta stop this guy. And then he thinks to himself, but where have I seen this crime boss book before? Oh, right, that lamb guy at the museum. No, wait, that guy looks exactly like the crime boss I saw, except for he wasn't wearing glasses. Could the crime boss and this lamb guy be the same person? Then he's like, yes, yes, they are. And they rush off to the museum. Meanwhile, at the museum, Lamb and the museum director are staying late doing some taxidermy, probably. And the clock strikes 12. And Lamb gets all shaky and hazy. And then he rushes at the museum director and he pulls out a knife and he screams, I'm going to kill you! And just as he's about to stab the museum director, Robin swings in through the open window and kicks him in the shoulders. And then somehow in the next panel, Robin's in front of him wrestling for the knife. And he looks like he's losing until Batman's hand comes out of nowhere and grabs Lamb's wrist and he drops the knife. Lamb looks at Batman and he goes, Oh, I'm remembering to my fall where I saw that taxidermied bat. And then Batman punches him in the face. Punches him so hard, he falls down the stairs again. And you might think this is going to cause his second personality to go away. But nope, it just snaps his neck. And they all rush over to him. They're like, oh no, you're dying. And he's like, yeah, I am dying. Let me confess to all my sins that I've just remembered from hitting my head. And then he does. And they figure out that because of the crime boss book, he was doing all the crimes in the book. They figure out he was scared of Batman because of the taxidermied bat. And they figure out he changed into Mr. Wolf when the clock struck 12 because the clock struck 12 when he fell down the stairs. Maybe the museum clock is really off. And Batman says... This is the only time I was ever sorry to see a criminal die. Medical attention might have cured him. But they get over his death pretty quickly. The museum director says, I don't know how to thank you, Batman, for making sure I wasn't stabbed. And Batman's like, haha, it's kind of our job. So, another victory for Batman and Robin, even if a kind of innocent guy died along the way. The moral of this story is to go to the doctor if you get hit on the head, because you might have become Mr. Hyde. The end.